0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions
1: podcast. Thanks so much. And we're going to continue to do that here today. I am looking for, and I saw him in here a minute ago, but I don't see him now. I invited him to the stage. Ethan, are you here? Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. I don't see him, but maybe
2: you can ping him again.
1: Yeah, I saw him. He was down in the audience and I pulled pulled him up and then it looks like he disappeared. Um but that's okay. That doesn't uh we can we can find him or track him down. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe we won't. Either way. You guys gotta be bear with me. I just jumped off. The Peloton. Is there any Peloton riders in here? Make some noise if you ride a Peloton. Nobody? Yes, yes, yes. They are. They are I on am. the
2: Peloton, Glenn. That's <laughs> nice. oh, yes. Now they got to yes, run to yes, their yes, phone. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, yes. my goodness. All right, like three people. Man, the Peloton will kick your rear end. And there is a, a woman named Kendall. Kendall Fit X Kindle on Instagram, and she just kicks my rear end every single time. So I'm trying to catch my breath here, but it's really interesting. I made a decision a little while ago, just a few months ago, I made a decision to start learning more about the crypto space and the NFT space. Right, NFT is crypto blockchain that whole space I just made a commitment to learn a little bit more about it that's all I wanted to do because obviously people are talking about it right anybody that watched the Super Bowl it was everywhere all over the 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 Super Bowl and I wasn't looking at it because I was like oh you know somebody just sold a monkey for 27 million dollars although that was intriguing It really wasn't about okay. Here's an opportunity that I don't want to miss out on to go make make a bunch of money. Like that wasn't the key. Like I know how to generate cash. I've been able to make money since I was selling suckers and Jolly Ranchers, you know, as 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 a kid. So it really wasn't about the money. It was just the intrigue around it all. This whole idea of an underground culture that is exchanging outside of the reality with which we all knew and grew up with, right? There was some sort of fascination on the technology behind this and just wanting to to, to know and to understand where does this come from? Is this real? Will it ultimately make an impact in my children's lives? And so here's how I do everything, and if there are any of you that are note takers or there are any of you that are looking to learn new skills, to develop new uh, attributes, to be able to reach new levels, I just want to share something with you. Anytime I get fascinated, and when I mean fascinated, I don't mean distracted. There's a big difference between distracted and fascinated. Distracted is, oh, that looks cool. Let me check it out. There's a magic trick. I wonder how he did it. Fascinated is when you have this itch, something in your gut, something in your belly that just c- continues to draw you back. You push it away, it draws you back. You push it away, it draws you back. It's this fascination. And a lot of times when we feel that fascination, we allow it to get buried by our calendars, we allow it to get buried by our schedules, we allow it to get buried by our children, we allow it to get buried by our limiting beliefs, we allow it to get buried by a number of things that can keep us from exploring that tug, that pull, that desire. And so for me, I started to acquire a fascination with this area of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs. I tried to put it to the side. It kept pulling me back. I tried to put it to the side. It kept pulling me back. I said, there's something here. And so anytime I feel that way, what I do, my strategy is I just commit. I say, okay, I am going to study 15 minutes a day this particular area of fascination. I'm not going to reroute my life. I'm not going to go throw a bunch of money at it. I'm not going to do any of those things I'm just gonna start to study 15 minutes a day and for me the best way to study I am a big fan of if you want to learn to swim jump in the pool right so like for me I just emerge myself in the environment that's how I like to study it's an audio book here it's a podcast there it's a YouTube video here it's maybe a book if there's one I just like to put myself in the middle of the conversation so that I can start to absorb. Because I don't know about you, but I find it fascinating that if you take a child, say you take a child that is born in America to an African-American mother and an African-American father, you take that child, and when it's brand new, baby born, and you go place it in China, under the care of parents that don't speak English that child though born in America to English-speaking parents will ultimately speak Chinese right that child will absorb the information around it make sense of it and learn to communicate and might not likely ever be able to even speak English though it was born in America so I always find that fascinating we as human beings have the ability to learn through absorbing our environment and so I made a decision I just made a decision a couple months ago I'm like I'm gonna put myself in these environments 15 minutes a day that's the key 15 minutes a day I know it's gonna be uncomfortable I don't know any of the words I don't know the language I don't have an understanding of what the heck is going on I know I sound stupid I know I look stupid, I probably don't belong here, I definitely don't fit in here, a lot of these people are a lot younger than me, a lot of these people are in different places in their life than I am, right? But I just committed to 15 minutes a day. Now, fast forward, and that 15 minutes a day helped me to plug into certain communities and certain environments. That 15 minutes a day became 20 minutes a day, and then it became 30 minutes a day and in some cases now I will spend hours in these different environments but here's the cool part I got multiple phone calls and emails including one from a guy named Josh and Josh is putting on this NFT event in LA 3,000 people in attendance is the expectation And I just want to break down for you real quick what this event is is supposed to look like and all the information that they gave me on it because i personally think it's super super cool right so this is going to be in a in an in a, in event that is going to be an immersive tedx style experience right two and a half days two and a half days of little tedx key like 17 to 20 minutes apiece, right one of the top top ted podcasts of all of nfts is going to be there the team behind the Grammys is going to be there. One of the leaders in tech events for the last decade is going to be there. There's going to be Web3 crowd, which if you don't know what that is, Web3, Metaverse, all that good stuff. There's going to be leaders in entertainment, sports, and music. There's going to be uh, Mark Cuban is going to be there. Um, Robbie Young is going to be there. Right, Meta Parleaker. If you don't know those names, you'll get to know them. And so it's this really fascinating event baron davis the nba nba legend he's going to be there swan fit that you guys know from here on clubhouse she's going to be there nicole buffett is going to be in attendance right like it's this huge high level crypto blockchain nft event and they asked your boy to come speak at it Can you believe that? They asked me, Glenn Lundy, the guy that knew nothing about this stuff, just a few months ago to come speak at this super high-level elite event. And so I've been doubling down on my studying because the last thing I want to do is look incredibly stupid in front of all these people, right? (laughs) I am like, I don't know half the stuff that you guys don't that you guys know so I've been doubling down and I've been studying and I've been learning from the guys behind this program so there's a guy named Josh Krieger there's a guy named Ethan there's a guy named Jeff Ethan and Jeff were supposed to be here with me this morning I did see Ethan a little bit ago but then he disappeared I don't see Jeff and so that's okay I'm
3: oh. I'm here brother I'm here is Jeff GM Jim, Jim.
1: There he is, Jeff Kelly. How are you,
3: sir? What is up, guys? Uh, I'm I'm great. Thanks for such an amazing uh, uh, description of the event. Uh, it's awesome. I think you nailed it right on the head, though. And we're really honored to have you come out and uh, and talk and share your story and, and what you're learning about uh, the world of NFTs, the Metaverse, Web three, and all those fun things.
1: Well, Jeff, I got to tell you, man, it's an absolute honor, and for everyone in the room, I just want you to know, like. Sometimes these opportunities, you just got to dive in, right? you just got to take 15 minutes a day, start to learn these things, and you have no idea where it can take you. You know, I never imagined, never imagined 90 days ago that I would be a part of such an incredible event. And as a part of the event, they have let me do um, something pretty cool so that you guys know. So anybody that's in L.A. or going to be in the L.A. area, if you click the link at the top of the room there, you can get tickets to the event. If you use the code VIPBWC, VIPBWC, as far as Breakfast with Champions, it'll save you $100 off that ticket. I would love to have the support of as many as you in this community so that I can feel a little more comfortable on that stage. So if you can get out to L.A., it's March 28th through 31st. And I would love to have you all in that environment. So with that said, Jeff, I want to dive in a little bit, get to know and understand uh, your background a little bit more. And then let's keep talking about this space and see if we can not help this audience grow a little bit in this area of NFTs and blockchain and crypto and all of that stuff. So, Jeff, how did you end up in this pool and what were you doing prior to the uh, the emergence of this
3: particular area of technology? Yeah, so... Really, we, we got, we, I say we, me and my business partner, Josh Krieger, we've been working together for over a decade on various business ventures. And we got very heavy into crypto in the wave that came in around 2017, 2018. And at that time, we, we'd we seen Crypto Kitties and uh, knew about the world of NFTs and were really fascinated with it. Uh, but it wasn't really mainstream, not many people cared about it. And we saw some potential in there. And as as time went on, we got more and more excited, but yet again, it it just hadn't gained steam, not like we thought it should have. Um, And the capabilities were there. So we kept tabs on it And, and literally just over years, it took years, you know, for it to arrive at this really special moment at the end of 2020, which is the launch of, uh, NBA Top Shot and they launched their beta. It was like August um, and September of 2020. And so having, again, been in crypto and been very aware of NFTs and what the possibilities were there, um, we were kind of waiting for this this moment. And and for us, it was it was that it was when NBA Top Shot launched uh, because it was not a crazy crypto um, you know, project from the perspective of the mass populace right it didn't require you to open a bunch of wallets or, or even buy crypto to get into it you, you literally had to create a login and put your credit card down you didn't even need to know that this was happening on the blockchain and it was done really well from that perspective and then on the on the other end it was just a really fun interesting uh, product that they were offering um, so for those that don't know i mean check it out nba top shots run by a company called dapper labs and Really, it's these, um, what they call moments, which you collect um, from the NBA, uh, little clips with cool statistics about like a nice dunk or a nice shot, good defense, things like that collected kind of like basketball cards. And so um, when we saw it, we knew there was something really special happening. And um, within a few months, it gained massive momentum and uh, tons of public awareness. Uh, Prices were like through the roof on different um, moments. And um it was then that we said, look, uh we need to do something in the space to support the ecosystem, build awareness, uh, build relationships and find a way to, you know, to make a mark within the realm of NFTs because we think it's game changing, really for the world. And we'd been looking at and thinking about how do we do that and, and talking about creating a podcast around something we were very passionate about, knowledgeable about, had relationships within. Um, and so when our, uh, friend Ethan, uh, um, mentioned, uh, wanting to start an NFT podcast, uh, Josh had talked to him about it and said, Oh, you got to talk to Jeff. And it was within 10 minutes, basically of talking to each other. We said, we're doing this. And I think we recorded our first episode, like the next week that was in March of 2021. And we just, uh, have gone, you know, completely into the space deep into the space um since then we've done uh, over 110 episodes at this point and um i've just if, if nothing else like become even bigger fans if that's possible of what nfts represent and what they can do for the world i love that man
1: and so you guys have interviewed a ton of people and sometimes you just know right like you meet somebody you just know you're like we gotta do something together one hundred percent. I kind of felt the same way when I first got on with um with Josh and you guys. I was just like, man, these guys, these guys get it, man. These guys, these guys totally get it. So let's go back a little bit, Jeff. Let's go um for everyone in the room, because what we've got in this room right here is we have um uh, very like vision casters. Right. We've got dreamers in this room. We have those that are willing to do whatever it takes. We have rising grinders in this room that rise early, right? They rise, evolve, and go out and make an impact. We have people who work for others, and we also have uh, entrepreneurs that are running their own businesses, right? But everyone in the room Mm -hmm. is inspiring to reach the next level. And everyone in the room, like, we know grit. I, I, I would venture to say everyone in this room knows grit we know that we can dig down we can dig dirty and we can you know we can we can we can we can succeed we're seeing this world of nfts and blockchain and crypto that's like wait a minute (laughs) where's all the grit where's Mm -hmm. all the dig down where's the work where's the grind where's the we got to trade 10 years like I mean, these people are are, are buying a a, a, a JPEG, for example, for 53 cents, a CryptoPunk JPEG for 53 cents and selling it for $27 million a year later. Like, something's not computing here. And so I would love for you to talk to that person and help them understand how this technology has evolved and ultimately how it can make what we're doing whether we're working for someone or building our own business how it can make our lives maybe a little bit i don't want to say easier because none of us are searching for easy but you know a little more advanced than maybe the old ways that we have of doing things can you can you talk to that
3: i can so first let me just say the, what what like what you're doing, Glenn? Dedicating that 15, you know, minutes a day, you know, to the space is really important for for everybody. Like for everybody, it's important to understand what's happening here. Um, if you want to be able to tap into this opportunity, take the time, whatever that is that you can dedicate on a regular basis to learn about it. And I find, and I tell people, the best way to do that is figure out like what is it that you're passionate about what categories is it art sports music you name it there is a a treasure trove of information available in any category that you're possibly interested in that you're passionate about that's happening in the world of nfts and everything that sprouts from it it's on youtube it's on just throughout the, the web clubhouse everywhere it's it's everywhere and you can spend your entire week going deep on this stuff uh and and that exclusively but you don't need to do that really what what would be beneficial is figuring out what time you have available to dedicate to it and just try to do it consistently to learn about it because it's here it's not going anywhere it will be part of your lives 100 percent the rest of your lives whether you know it or not and learning about why it why you that? that... Why do you think so, that? why do you think it's going to be a part of our th- lives whether we whether we want it to or not? The reason is is the evolution of technology and how it impacts you know human life, right? And this is the next step in the evolution of computing power and uh, commerce and uh, how really how we experience life, uh, the things we do for fun and how that intersects with it. Um, all of these things and so what i would do is i would look back a little bit at like what were the limiters to um you know to growth and business what were the limiters to the evolution of technology you know in in recent history and uh computing power is a good one to to look at right like the hardware you know behind computing powers What is it moore's law right where the the uh, you know, capacity, the uh, processing. You know, capacity doubles every eighteen months, right? Like that. Like we're blowing that out of the water now, right? There was a limiter to what we did with uh, with anything, really. Um, uh, the the supply of you know computing power, um, you know, limited what we could do collectively as um, you know as as humans, as businesses. Um, there were only so many computers initially and then there was only so much um, uh, computing power with the microprocessors and then there was only you know so much uh, bandwidth to get people online right um, there were lots of limitations like we had to, to lay <laughs> like physical wires right throughout the world in order to to connect each other and in order to have enough bandwidth to do a lot of what we do right now like it just simply wasn't possible um, you know, before, what, the last 20 years, right? All this happened in that time. But all that groundwork is laid, and so now you don't have those limiters. And what do you do with that bandwidth? What do you do with those connections? So uh, the when we talk about Web3, the the decentralized web, the world that can exist in the metaverse, right? The foundation of all of that is, it's nfts the ability to have a digital thing a digital asset that has the capability to function like you know a physical asset we know who owns it it's it's permanent it's immutable there's a a history of of um, transactions for when it moves from one group to another um, and it's secure it's um, identified and acknowledged by many different parties Um, many of those aspects are actually better than physical, you know, physical things. Right. So, um, NFTs enable the ability to own things and, um, exchange things in a way that it was just never possible before. Um, and that's necessary for uh, a metaverse, right. To function effectively and similar to the real world. So there is right now, when you think about the evolution of companies, how quickly they're building value and, um, and uh, making a mark in the world within, you know, the crypto space, within the blockchain space, and in particular within the metaverse. Um, There's not a limiter within there, right? There's no limit to physical space. The bandwidth is there. The connectivity is there um, in the real world to enable it. And so um, companies are able to grow within the metaverse at an extraordinarily rapid pace because everyone is accessible within it. Um, There's the capability to do commerce in there in a in a reasonable way on the back of NFTs. And um, uh, really, there there is um, every possibility that you can imagine from the real world available to you in the metaverse, uh, but only um, around 10, maybe 10 or 20 million people that even operate within the metaverse right now out of 7 billion people in the world. 7 billion people in the world live and breathe in the real world, right? Um, All those people will have some presence in the metaverse uh, here in the future, um, probably the near future. But um, we're just at the very, very beginning of it right now. So you look at everything that's possible right now in the real world is possible in the metaverse it's just to become possible on the back of nfts and on the physical infrastructure that's been built over the last several years and
2: hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
3: Um, The sky is the limit because we're just, again, we're we're barely in it. We're just scratching the surface. There's almost really, on the grand scheme of things, nobody really doing anything of consequence um, in the space relative to what's happening in the real world right now. Yet the people that are, you know, they are generating real value not just you know uh, uh, inflated values like maybe we saw four or five years ago in the crypto space that can just disappear with a poof they're right. generating real value real income like a project we love to talk about all the time so anyone in the blockchain space will know a lot about it it's like axie infinity a play to earn game where people are making their living playing this game and it's it's accessible to anybody you don't have to be uh, you know yeah, uh, like a professional gamer it pays you for time and
1: accomplishments yes. and all of that stuff right and I, I remember learning a little bit about that and here's here's what you know for those of you in the room I know that my man Jeff um, and there's, there's my baby girl I know that uh, you know my man Jeff he's talking about some things and you don't know some of the words and the verbiage that he's using and that's okay I understand that that's probably uncomfortable for you if you remember on Monday, we, we said the word of the week was decentralized, right? You need to go study that word decentralized and get a full understanding of that. That's, where, that's part of the basis of all of this. And Jeff just talked about that just, just, just a minute ago. Um, but with that, you know, with that.
2: Can you guys hear me,
0: by yeah. the
1: way? Oh, who's that, Ethan? Ethan is back. Yeah, hey, Yes, finally- we hear you. Okay, just cool. In the building. Yeah, we can hear you. Give me just a second. We're going to come right to you, okay? Awesome. I'm so glad you're here, man. I am so glad you're here. Um, but, yeah, so basically what Jeff is sharing with all of us is the limits have been removed. The physical limitations of what was possible before have now been removed. Right? Before we had to have certain hardware, you had to have a certain hard drive, you had to have a certain facility. If you think back, computers used to take up this big old massive buildings, right? And then it, then, then it got minimized to the home computer. Now we have little computers that we carry around in our hands all the time. We call them a phone, but they're really not a phone. But all of these things still have physical limitations of what's possible. What Jeff is sharing is the new technology Allows us to exchange, transact, and create limitlessly. Now, if you've been in this room with me before, you've heard me talk about how the futurist, Ross, I forget his last name, but one of the greatest futurists of our time, per Warren Buffett, per Bill Gates, they all say this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy says that we are about to experience a thousand years. Of evolution, a thousand years of evolution in the next hundred years, right? I'm sorry, two thousand years of evolution in the next hundred years. So I want you to go back and think what what the world looked like two thousand years ago, okay? Which would be like just after Jesus, <laughs> versus what the world looks like today. Now that's what we're going to experience in the next hundred years. And you're like, well, I'm not going to live for a hundred years correct but you will hopefully everyone in this room will live for the next 5 and in the next 5 years we're going to experience 100 years of evolution so if we go back to 100 years ago 100 years ago we were trotting around on horses the model T the very first automobile came out 100 years ago that's how different our our humanity is going to look 5 years from now the same difference now that's not a scary thing that means think about the opportunity you have in front of you before what used to take a hundred years to build you can now build in five that's why i think it's so important that we have these conversations that's why i think it's so important that you get into these uncomfortable spaces and i know sometimes we start talking and some of you tune out and some of you bounce out of the room totally cool i get it but we can do the uncomfortable thing and learn it now or we can do the really uncomfortable thing and learn it later I know it sounds a little crazy, JPEGs, and when my man Jeff says, you know, you own it, you own the image, you have the code. I know the old man and old woman and all of us says, well, yeah, but I can't put it in my hands. I, I don't really own it. What can I, I can't do anything with it, right? But I want you to start thinking a little bit outside the box. You see, ownership, taking ownership of something is a psychological thing. Psychologically, we want to be, to be able to say, this is mine, right? I have seven kids. My kids claim everything is theirs all the time. <laughs> it's built in us. And now we have opportunities to not only collect the things that we love, but support the artists, the creators, the tech companies that we love. See, I've made some investments in these hippos as you can see. I've got my hippo right here NFT. I've made some investments in these little hippos. Yes, I love the art. I think it's amazing. But really I'm investing in the business behind it. And I'm able to invest in this business for 300 bucks, 500 bucks, 700 bucks. And those investments can re- can yield massive returns. So that's why I want you to start looking at this is this is an opportunity for you and me, average, everyday Joes, to start investing in huge opportunities with smaller initial investments, and we get a little piece to go along with it. Ethan, Jeff told us a little bit about his story and how he got into this space and hooked up with Josh. I'd love to know when the blockchain smacked you in the face and your thoughts and how that's developed and what this technology is going to do for us in the future.
2: Wow. Great question there. Um, I didn't, it didn't feel like a smack in the face, but, uh, I remember coming across, uh, Bitcoin, uh, you know, way, way in the early days, around 2009, uh, when it was established and, um, you know, I wasn't one of those lucky few that, that got as deeply involved as, um, as it would have taken to to be so enriched by, uh, today. But, um, I was fascinated with the ethos that, that was outlined, uh, by Bitcoin and, you know, went through lengths to try to use it to accept, uh, accept Bitcoin for my business at the time and so on and so forth, and just didn't get past the barrier, you know? And, uh, and, and and so it kind of fell off my radar for quite a while. And then maybe in uh, 20, you know, sort of like 2017, 2017 or so, um, again, saw some activity among friends of mine in the cryptocurrency space, um, but was focused on building another business. And, um, you know, just just really, I had seen my difficulty in transaction. Uh, you know, in, in that space. And so I, I I decided to focus on something else. But what's really interesting is I'm a creator. Um, I'm an artist um, as well as an entrepreneur. I play piano. um, I make digital art, which is featured in in some of our NFT collections. Um, And, uh, and I was fascinated with this idea of the rise of the creator economy. And, uh, and so a lot of ideas uh, around NFTs uh, were very in very much in my consciousness. I was very fascinated with with uh, you know uh, currency and 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 even its it, the way that we give it value as paper. Um, I have this sort of underground what i would call like an art business project uh, where I asked people to invest in me personally with just like a piece of u s currency but i but I turned it into an artifact uh, so that each bill that I've collected as this investment, um, I hold on to as an artifact and the serial number of that, that dollar matters um, or that $20 bill, that $100 bill, whatever people invested, because I wanted to be also an art project. And I found it fascinating that I was doing that. So what I was doing is taking fungible tokens, <laughs> which are you know U.S. currency, and this helps the kind of beginners understand a little bit what's the difference between fungible and non-fungible. Um, a fungible item can be exchanged and interchanged and it doesn't really matter which one you have of that set. You know, if I have a dollar, you have a dollar, we trade them, you know, maybe yours is a little wrinklier than mine, but we treat them the same. But it is true that each and every dollar bill does have a unique serial number um, and is, and can be treated as a non fungible item if you like. Um, So I was sort of carrying on that project independently sort of, kind of wondering why I was even into it, um, but but other people were getting it. it, it was the few and far between, they, they, they found it intriguing, they found it interesting, and um, when I first heard about NFTs, it wasn't as far back as uh, Jeff and Josh, because as I said, I was kind of outside the crypto space, you know, in the last four or five years, Um but it just drew me in. I was super fascinated. And I was, because uh, it fits so well with so many of the things that, that fascinated me, um, you know, crossing all these boundaries between art and commerce and, you know, entrepreneurship and, and ownership and, and all these like almost theoretical, philosophical things talking about, you know, cultural currencies, you know, political currencies, right? We talk about capital, people having like political capital or different forms of capital. So I just found it fascinating and i saw all these super smart people around me um also fascinated with it and um and so uh and so i felt like i, I got to do something in this i got to do something in this space i got to pay attention i got to get moving in it and uh and uh jeff and josh you know josh and i uh were in a group together uh of guys that were kind of studying this and and as and as jeff mentioned that that's kind of how it all kicked off for me and uh and these guys uh Jeff and Josh are just incredible um entrepreneurs in their own right in other spaces and uh, we gelled really rapidly and it, you know it was sort of mentioned uh, us, uh without making it clear we started the podcast first episode 29th March last year and literally exactly 1 year later this incredible event NFTLA is going to be happening and and i i can't even explain how that kind of momentum arose just over the past you know 12 months
1: it's been fast that's for sure it has been so 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 rapid uh i love that man and i love i hadn't thought about u.s currency actually every dollar having its own um serial number i hadn't i hadn't thought about that right we we just kind of exchange them normally, but no two are really the same, and just like you guys have all seen, if you're my age, you probably at some point you maybe collected coins or you had, you know, we've all seen that certain years, certain years and certain types of uh, of coins are worth more than others, right? Even though there have been other ones that might look the same, they're the same shape, they're the same uh, whatever. They're a little bit different because of a little misprint or a little, uh-oh, baby just dropped a weight. Hopefully it didn't hit her toes. Okay, it didn't. Good. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I hadn't thought about that, man. So I love how you open, opened up my eyes to that right there. That totally makes sense to me. What we're doing seems so foreign. And I also love how you mentioned the barriers to entry kept you from getting in because I think a lot of people in this room might be in that space, And it was obviously more clunky and more complicated years ago, and it's getting better every day. Like Jeff was talking about, NBA Top Shots made it really easy um, to get into the space. I know it's getting better and better and better. And once it gets really smoothed out, I mean, golly, it's going to take off like crazy. So don't let the clunkiness stop you. I actually spent hours, three hours on the phone with um, Stephen Kuhn's partner, lane trying to get somebody into the binance blockchain and it was frustrating but we kept pushing and kept pushing i learned so much through that experience for sure uh so i love that you brought up those things ethan so let's talk about the event itself and jeff ethan both of you guys are welcome to chip it chump it or ch- uh, uh yeah chip it so at this event is this an event for Those that know and understand the crypto space and we're going to go there and, you know, be surrounded by all these other people and that's going to be cool. Is this an event for those that have no freaking clue what this is all about, but we can go get ourselves in that environment and we're going to be able to learn, like, tell me what we can expect at this event and who should attend.
3: Yeah, I think the it really spans the spectrum of what you just described. For anybody, you know, coming that is, you know, completely new to the world of crypto blockchain NFTs, uh, spending a little time in advance, you know, reading, learning would be helpful, right? Some of the terminology and whatnot, because a lot of the speakers will be talking about these subjects, things that Ethan and I are talking about, the Glenn's that you're referencing, Glenn, like these there's are important, like anything, like anything you want to have kind of the lingo down, right? But beyond that, we think there is massive value for everybody that's interested in the space, all the way up to folks that are building their own uh, NFT or metaverse company. When you think of the, the folks that we talked about before that are coming to talk, these are uh, many people are not from the crypto space over the last, you know, 10 years even five years or two years for that matter think of like mark cuban for example who's got a ton of things now happening it's only over the last couple of years that he's gone deep in the space he's gonna be speaking about it from that perspective we have folks like um steve aoki for example who's you know, of course, a musician, DJ, amazing um, you know, performer, but also super deep into technology. He's going to be out there talking about his experience and the many, many projects that he's been working on, but he hasn't been deep in the space for an extended period of time. Um, like, say, we were talking about, you know, 2009, 2010, 2013, when these, a you know, lot of the what we call crypto OGs were out there, you know, believing in this thing and making it happen and making all this possible today. We'll have... Tons of access to really interesting art happening in the the metaverse and uh, demonstrating what that looks like and how that comes about and sometimes in in, in real time uh, all around us. So both in the metaverse and, and screens that we'll have throughout the uh, the venue, um, we'll have really a, a journey that we want to take every attendee through from the time they walk through the front door to the time they sit down in their seat. That'll include not just the talks but also um various forms of entertainment that's happening in la of course we got to tap into to that vibe of la um and then the exploration that can happen throughout the various vendors that will be there in our exhibition hall and this is where for me over the years i've spent a lot of time learning just walking to each booth asking about people what they're doing how the project came about really almost now that i think about it so many interviews to learn right what, what, what these people did to get to where they are within that space. And so massive learning opportunities for really any level of, uh, crypto knowledge from brand new to, um, to experts building their own companies could not be more excited about being able to create that kind of a platform, which at least in our view is, um, um, Relatively rare within the blockchain and crypto space. We don't know of an event that's been put on with with this kind of uh, focus on curation and attention to the attendee journey. So uh, right, if you're new, right. or you're out there already, amazing, come through if you, If you're new and pumped enough about it to to come out and fly out and join us in LA, you know we welcome you with open arms and uh, and always available to to answer questions like this, whether it's here. Uh, through our um, website, through our socials. I mean, we're, we're, we're here to help elevate the space and make it easier for anybody to access it. And that's what I
1: love about this event. And this is why I'm excited about it. And this is why I brought it to the Breakfast with Champions table. Because, like I said at the very beginning of this session, if you were here at the beginning of this session, which, by the way, this is Breakfast with Champions, the Main Air Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. We are here Monday through Saturday from 5 o'clock in the morning until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, bringing you motivation, education, and inspiration. You can always click that greenhouse in the top right hand corner of your screen if you want to become a part of our club. But the reason I brought this to the table, and as you can see, there's a link there at the top. And if you click on that link, you use the code VIP, BWC, as in breakfast with champions, right? So VIP, very important person. BWC, Breakfast with Champions. Use that code. It'll save you $100 off your ticket. But the reason I wanted to bring it and the reason I'm excited about this event because I've been to a couple events. I've been to some uh, events down in Miami and so on and so forth, and I felt like, um, you know, it just felt a little different. It felt a little unique. I felt a little um, like a fish out of water, but I learned so much uh, in those spaces. And what I'm excited about with this particular event is we can come together right we can come together and do like I said at the beginning of the room which is let's jump in the pool let's jump in the pool and figure out how to swim I mean the best way for us to learn is to emerge ourselves in now it's not a huge financial investment It's not cheap if you're over here on the other side of the country like me we gotta get to LA so on and so forth right But there are different ways we can learn. And at some point, you're going to have to invest in yourself in order to start to get a better understanding of this technology that is rapidly, rapidly headed in all of our direction. And so what better place for us to all learn together, right? You don't have to do it alone. I will be in LA for this event, for these three days. I would love for you all to join me. And let's go learn this stuff together, man. Let's go learn it together. Let's figure it out. Let's ask some questions. Let's put on our uh, Morpheus and Neo outfits and try to blend in with the young kids. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, let's not do that. We probably shouldn't do that.
3: Right? But I'm yeah. curious.
1: I want I want you all to come and, and join me, and let's learn. Who was that that was about to say something?
3: I was going to say, this is Jeff. Hey, two two other quick things as, as an update. One, we did create another code for general admission tickets that are a little bit more accessible. Uh, and and uh, if we wanted to share that, Glenn, it's um, uh, BWC ten, uh, which will get ten uh, percent off the GA tickets as well. Just another access point for people. Um, and so did want to want to for clarifying that. Absolutely. Wanted to elevate that. And then secondly, we do have a, um, a, a day on the end here, the 31st of March also. So um, schedule wise, 28th people will be coming. we'll have an amazing block welcome party for everybody. Um, it's going to be really sick. I definitely recommend coming out for that on the 28th. 29th is going to be main stage talks. Everybody under one roof. Experiences experiencing this thing together um, 29th will have uh, six different breakout tracks where uh, Across uh, probably seven seven different time uh, Sessions where people can really dive into the things that they're specifically interested in um, Closing out the day with a, a few main stage talks uh, Keynotes and then day three We've added this day three of talks, which is going to be on the 31st of March or again, main stage, everybody under one roof, experiencing this thing together, goal being again, to create this amazing attendee journey, to create this uh, shared uh, experience that uh, people can tap into when looking for inspiration to do other amazing things. So um, excited about those additions. I just wanted to mention that. I love it, man. And I appreciate you mentioning
1: that as well. Um, Ethan, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you'll, uh, be out there at the event, we'll be able to get to know you a little oh, bit yeah. better as well. Uh, what are you most excited about? Like what what is your take on what we can take away from this particular event?
2: Um, you know, I think I think Jeff gave a good overview of, of what the capacity is here. And you mentioned, you know, kind of beginners coming in and and different levels of of people having experience here. And I think what what people will find, and this is, you know, I think the uh, nod to Jeff here and his, and his vision and planning this thing as well, you know, making this something that for, for it, it kind of connects well with that LA entertainment scene and almost really it, it, it's a, it's a smooth transition. That's the way that it feels, that it feels like it's going to be like to me, if you know, you know, if you're, if, if you know the entertainment scene um, and, and you like, you know, and entertainment, figures, right? Like Steve Yoke, he's a really cool guy, uh, you know, popular, popular culture folks, you know, um, like Mark Cuban, right? These are people y- you know, and can speak your language. And I think you can show up here and you, you can not only learn, uh, but, but have, a, have a good time. Um, and I think uh, I think that that's something that people should take away if they're really considering joining us, because I think you'll, you'll enjoy this a lot.
1: Yeah, I love that, man. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, Those of you in the room who also know David Meltzer, David Meltzer is also going to be at this event. Uh, He'll be speaking there as well, so I'm super excited to spend a little bit more time with him. So general admission tickets, 10% off, BWC 10, BWC 10. VIP tickets, $100 off, VIP BWC. Grab a ticket, meet me in L.A. It's, uh, what, six weeks from now, right? That gives you plenty of time to learn some of the lingo. If you don't already know the lingo, learn some of the lingo. Make some arrangements. Let's meet up out there. We'll do a whole little BWC meetup. Like, we'll, we'll create some sort of BWC meetup around the event as well so that all of us can get together uh, as one, as a family, and we can go into this event, and we can learn that's what it's all about we can learn learn the space learn more learn how it applies to our life learn how it'll make an impact on the next generations. right it's all about learning right now and if there's those of you in the room you feel like oh well we already missed we're already late dude Jeff touched on that earlier right there's only millions in this space there's billions across the planet however that will change as access gets easier and easier and easier so right now you have an opportunity to be out in the front out in front learn more about it right learn more about it and 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 think about the impact that this can make in the long term so with that said we're going to be uh switching over rooms and handing it over to scott simons and ali rita here in just a a couple minutes here at eight o'clock jeff ethan do you have anything else you want to share in the next yeah i want to add
2: one more one more special thing um For people here today, we are going to be launching uh, our NFT project, Living Tree NFTs, before the event. Um, There'll be integrations there as well. And if people want to get on the whitelist, this would be exclusive to the folks listening today. Um, For that NFT project, go to edgeofnft.com slash B-W-C-W-L. Just a little, little bonus there for you guys. Edge of
1: NFT dot com dot com slash BWCWL for whitelist which there you go. A, lot, a lot of you in this room might not know what whitelist means but that ultimately means you're on the, the, the VIP list If you, I want you to think if you were at the club and there's a long line of people and you got the bouncer standing there at the front and he's got that that, uh, that file pad, that notepad and if you're on the list, you can skip the line. If you're not on the list, you go to all the way around the block. That's basically what a whitelist is. <laughs> That's right, a- That's a- What's that? I
2: didn- what is that? What is that uh, site? Again, I didn't catch it. I was writing it down. Is it Edge of NFT or N of NFT? Edge, Edge of NFT.com. Yeah. Slash B W C W L. Thank you. I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. No,
1: ask your question, girl. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jeff, is that egg an NFT right there, or is that? It's not an egg. It looks like an egg here, but it's a it's a sun and then a bird,
3: right? That's a bold as fuck bat. That's Gary V right there. Gary V's bold as fuck bat. Oh, I see. And that's it. That was that was one of our, our you know first big moves early on uh, when things really blew up. Got in the V friends. Yeah, it was a fun one. But uh,
1: yeah. but yeah, listen,
3: every for everybody, please, like, take the time to, to dig in on this space. This is this is Amazon 20 years ago. This is uh, getting in as early as you possibly can. Now, later than some, yes, earlier than most 100% don't sleep on NFTs and what's coming in the metaverse. No doubt, no doubt, and and for 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 everyone in this room, just so you guys know,
1: like I'm looking at this space. Yes, there's some opportunities to make some money in the NFTs, you know, all, all that stuff, the investment, so on and so forth. There's some opportunities there, but for me, I'm looking at the creative opportunities. Like, how do we, like, for example, I'm speaking at this event or helping MC this event, right? Like, I'm not the expert, but they need somebody like me with my personality and the way that I can deliver, the way that I can speak. They need somebody like me to make their event better, right? And so I'm looking into this space going, where do I fit into this space? If you look at the gold rush of the 1840s, there were those that got rich on gold, and then those, there were those that built massive amounts of wealth selling pickaxes and shovels. So the space might not necessarily be an investment space for you. You might be able to bring your skill set to this new technology, this new market, and be able to create something that ultimately is going to serve your purpose as well as help millions of others. Jeff, Ethan, thank you so much for being here with us on Breakfast with Champions this morning. We really appreciate you, and I'm excited, excited to fist bump you guys, shake your hands, give you a hug, learn some things. In LA, here in about six
3: weeks, it's going to be phenomenal. One hundred percent. Thank you so much for having us. Very grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, great you to bet, be here. You bet. you bet. You bet.
1: You bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Breakfast with Champions. We're going to be handing. Uh, actually, make some noise for Jeff and Ethan. Would you? Can you make some noise for Jeff and Ethan real quick? Make some noise for them this morning. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, everybody's. (laughs) I love it. Jeff, Ethan, thank you so much for being here.